Um, do you guys want to test your mics? When Hello. you talk into them. Hello. Is it recording? Yeah. I'm Kristen. I'm Leanna. I'm Kate. I'm Samantha. And this is Talking Cabernet, where we talk all things real estate, marketing, and culture. Talking Cabernet is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Michigan Real Estate, Northern Indiana Real Estate, and Tommy Rains Realtors. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Happy New Year. We're coming to you um, from the recording booth, and we have uh, some new people on our team, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So I'm Kate. Um, I'm the agent marketing design manager. I started um, back in November, and I came from a different Berkshire Hathaway in Chicago. Sorry to give you a uh, tongue twister of a title, (laughs) Um, but what do you do as the agent marketing design manager? So I'll be helping agents um, create custom work, anything, you know, get their brand image consistent, anything that they're really looking for as far as, um, you know, graphic design goes, I'll be handling. Cool. Very cool. We're excited you're here. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, (laughs) I'm Samantha. Um, I started also in November, about a week after Kate, and I am the agent advertising marketing manager. Did I get that title right? No. No, just Just, advertising manager. manager. See, Kate's threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. I gave you less of a tongue twister. Advertising manager. Agent Agent advertising advertising manager. manager. Titles are hard. (laughs) Um, I came from a radio media marketing background, so a plethora of things, but I'm really excited to be here. And as far as my title, I will be doing a lot with helping with Facebook, social media, website design, anything that has to do with agents and your social and websites. I'm your girl. So that's me. We're so excited you guys are here. Like we're literally, I was here. on pins and needles just waiting for you guys to get hired. <laughs> yeah. So. Leanna and I are very excited to have kind of these unique subject matter experts uh, on our team. And not that we weren't subject matter experts either, but I think it's really cool when you can develop a team that is kind of tailor-made to provide different benefits to all of our agents. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've got here. So we're really excited to be rocking and rolling in 2020. And um, we're going to kind of talk about some stuff that I think is really top of mind for everybody mm-hmm. right now, um, maybe either because you haven't set them yet or because you're already contemplating breaking them. But um, <laughs> goal setting for the new year, whether you want to call it resolutions or whether you just want to think of them as goals and aspirations. Um, so we're going to kind of give our take on some of them and just some things that we've seen be successful for people uh, in keeping their goals and resolutions. So I think one of the things that we talked about ahead of this was really the way that you look at goal setting and um, resolution making. And I know some of us think of them as resolutions, some of us don't. So what is one thing, Leanna, I think you were talking about like your dislike of the word mm-hmm. resolution. Yeah. I I don't ever make resolutions. I don't really believe in them. I mean, it works for some people, but I I kind of like to think of them as lifestyle changes. So it's the same as a resolution, but I like to see it as something more permanent. I think when you say resolution, people look at it as it's just for that year. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it as if you're trying to get healthier, make that a lifestyle change. 
um, and you don't want to give it up. If your end goal is to lose 50 pounds, you have to take those baby steps before you can just go for it. And I think that's why people kind of give up on the resolutions sometimes because they don't think of it as baby steps to get to a goal. Um, they just think of it as something they want in that year. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things when I am looking at goal setting. Um, I've made a lot of goals in life that I've not Mm -hmm. succeeded in reaching. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's one of those major trends is that I don't really think of it as like, this is a permanent thing that I'm doing. I'm like, let's give it a go. Like, Let's try it out this year and see what happens. Um, So I love that you're kind of bringing that perspective with everything that we're going to talk about today because it... I, I think it really is um, all about like setting those goals and then making sure that you are taking steps every day to achieve yeah. them. Yeah. I think one thing, one of our agents, all of our agents here at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Michigan Real Estate, Northern Indiana Real Estate, and Tommy Rains Realtors uh, participate or have the option to participate in business planning sessions mm-hmm. in late October, November, and early December every year. And this year we got some opinions from some of our agents and Barb McClure, I think, said it so perfectly. Um, She's one of our Eastern Michigan region agents. So Barb, if you're listening, we loved this quote. Um, But she said that a goal is a wish until you plan it. Love that. And that just struck me so much. Like, I feel like I need to print that in very large letters and put it like Mm -hmm. on my wall. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget about the planning. I think that's why in this company we stress planning so much. We have business planning. Um, we have business planning sessions all the time. So that is the most important part. Writing things down is Mm -hmm. huge. And then setting dates for it too. So not even just, I want to do this by the end of the year, but here's steps and here's the month, the week, the date that I'm going to do it. Even daily goals are huge. Yeah, Mm -hmm. small measurable goals to make sure you can reach the big end goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you, Kate, how do you set some of your like measurable goals? Like what are the things that you do to... Um, make sure that you're able to achieve them in small chunks like that? I think kind of like what Sam said, um, kind of breaking them down, even if it's just a small daily task that helps you reach that end goal Mm -hmm. and maybe even having an accountability partner too to help keep you on track and make sure you're reaching those little measurable goals that get you to where you want to be in the end. Yeah, and there's so many people who work for Berkshire Hathaway, um, Michigan real estate, Northern Indiana real estate, and Tommy Rains realtors, there's just an endless supply of people to pick from to be your accountability partners. And our agents are more than happy to help each other out. Um, I've never ran into a problem where somebody is not willing to give advice or... Yeah, I think we've talked about that before on podcasts too, um, and probably in some of our videos, yeah. is that this is one of the most collaborative environments, at least that I've ever worked in as staff, but also amongst our agents. Um, I think it's common uh, feeling that sometimes people are all competing against Mm -hmm. each other in this industry, but that's one thing that we really focus on is this kind of culture of abundance where there's more than enough to go around, so why wouldn't you help your fellow agent um, keep them accountable, help them achieve their goals, because it's going to also help you achieve your goals. Well, and each agent's different, so someone's goals might be completely different than somebody else's. Yeah, absolutely. So even though you're selling homes, there's different areas where different agents you know, do better in. So yeah. just because you're helping somebody else doesn't mean that they're competing against mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So one thing that we really like to make sure we do in these podcasts is 
giving actually like actionable examples and advice for moving forward. So we kind of took our, um, did a little brainstorming session and thought about some of those common goals that we think people are probably making for the new year. And uh, we want to go out through and kind of give some advice for some of those common goals um, and what we feel like agents might be focusing their time on in 2020 and and beyond. Because again, this is a lifestyle change. It's not just a (laughs) yearly goal. So Mm -hmm. um, I know that uh, as we were planning these out, Leanna, you had one that really like kind of stood out to you as um, something that agents could really easily tackle on social media. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like to focus on what I feel that I'm an expert in. So obviously, my example is marketing related. Um, I would assume that a lot of our agents, based on the different people that I've talked to, a lot of your goals are to gain more followers um, and just be better presented on social media. So instead of your goal, instead of your resolution being get more Facebook likes or Instagram followers, um, you have to set baby steps. So I kind of said, if you want more followers, post at least once a day, make it, make it a point to post at least once a day, whether you are scheduling posts or manually doing it, you have to get your name out there. The more your name's out there, the more people are going to see you and they're not going to forget that you're a real estate agent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, along with like those goals, having more people follow you is Mm -hmm. awesome, but how many more do you want to follow you on your page? Like, are you trying to get five more or are you trying to get 500 more? Right. And that can help you with those daily breakdowns Mm -hmm. too. That goes back to what Sam was saying. What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, What Sam was saying. What am I doing today to get three more people? Also, Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's quality, not quantity. Right. So yeah, you may have a ton of followers, but that doesn't mean those people are engaging with your posts Mm -hmm. or, you know, engaging with your brand. So you want to go for the quality not necessarily not necessarily the quantity all the time. Mm-hmm. And make sure you're interacting with your followers. I mean, it's one thing to have a lot of followers, but if you're not talking to them, if you're not interacting with them, I mean, they're not going to look at you as a real person. They're not going to mm-hmm. look at you as, this is somebody I would like to know. This is somebody I would like to sell my house for me or help me buy my first home. Um, you want to be their friend. You want to be transparent. You want to be likable. Yeah, so. I think being authentic, especially mm-hmm. on social media, is very important because right. in such like a personal Um, transaction buying selling homes it's something that people want to be able to trust you and Mm -hmm. if you're not authentic on social media they're not they're not going to trust your brand right or they're going to quickly find out you know when they start working with you that your um, brand is completely different than who you really are Mm -hmm. and um, I know all of our agents really strive to make sure that they're working with um, the people that kind of match their their brand, their goals, their life feel as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it brings a lot of benefits to both sides for your potential clients and for you. Yeah, if you're yourself on social media, those people are going to find you. They're going to yeah. come to you. You don't have to go out and search for them as hard. Yeah, absolutely. We talk a lot about being an attractor brand. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really at the base of it is being that, that kind of person or that kind of business that attracts people on social media and, mm-hmm. and online in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that I am really focused on this year for myself, just in my personal life, is staying in touch with friends and family a little Mm. bit better. I think over the last, uh, I don't know, three or four years, a lot of my friends and my family have moved either further away um, or just out of the city in general where I live. 
And I found myself being very bad at staying in touch with them. (laughs) And I think the same type of things that I am doing with trying to stay in touch with my friends and family is just directly applicable to one of the things that agents commonly tell us they want to be better at, which Mm -hmm. is staying in touch with their clients. Mm -hmm. Their sphere of influence is the common term um, that all of the agents will use. So as I'm kind of mapping out how I want to achieve this goal of mine to be better about that and not just have it be like, this is the chore I have to do this week, but just have it be natural. Yeah. Uh, because who likes to do chores? No one. Um, <laughs> no one. Literally no one. no one. I won't even let anybody answer that. It's literally no one likes chores. <laughs> um, but so when I'm kind of thinking about staying in touch with my friends and family, I am trying to break it down into those easy to measure steps that I know are going to make me ultimately successful. So as methodical as it might sound, like I made a list of everybody that I wish I stayed in better touch with. I love that. And I started hunting out, like, do I have their cell phone number? Do I have their address? Uh, like, Lord knows I don't have enough time to write cards. I forgot to write <laughs> Christmas cards again. And I say forgot, like, in quotes, because it wasn't forgot. I ran out of time. Um, <laughs> Story of my but life. It's been like four years in a row that I forgot to send Christmas cards. <laughs> it's going to be such a surprise when you finally do. Yeah. People are going to be like, whoa. (laughs) Um, But I have a lot of people in my life that I didn't even have their address. And so being able to get organized like that and just put all of those in a centralized place, whether it's, uh, you know, a really nice address book or if it's something online where it's just a spreadsheet, Mm -hmm. um, having that consistent place where you're keeping all of your friends and family is really going to be key for me. And I think it's the same for real estate agents. You need to have a place where all of those people live mm-hmm. somewhere. Like you need to have a contact list. Otherwise, you're never going to remember to stay in touch with people. Mm-hmm. And more than just birthdays and big yeah. holidays, you have to just send that occasional, I'm thinking of you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I think, and that kind of goes into the next um, area for me is finding a place where the, all of that lives and then finding a tool that helps you keep it organized. Mm-hmm. So if it's an Excel spreadsheet, if it's a address book, if it's uh, an electronic system, there's a lot of online platforms that help you with that. Our company provides us with one um, for all of our agents to use that helps them store all that information. So it helps mm-hmm. them write down what's their wedding anniversary, what's yeah, their home huge. anniversary, yeah. uh, what's this person's birthday, what are their interests, like mm-hmm. do they like uh, you know, roller skating, do they like hiking, um, so that those real estate agents can be really much better and more intentional. Because about- that sets you apart from like, doctor's offices where you get the happy birthday you know but if it's wedding anniversaries or hobbies you break it down to even hobbies that's huge Mm -hmm. and on such a personal level yeah yeah our system does allow for automation so if you do already have a huge list and you don't have time to send everybody notes every single day i mean you can schedule them to be sent out ahead of time you can pick Mm -hmm. one day each month schedule everything out you're good to go yeah that's part of sitting down and doing your planning and making that goal much easier yeah yeah I think the last thing that I was thinking about as I was um, making plans to stay in touch with my friends and family is when do I want to reach out to all of them? Like, I obviously want to be better about organically reaching out to people. Uh, You know, I don't want to make it like a methodical thing, but 
my brain and I think a lot of people's brains, uh, especially us type A folks out there, think a little bit better when you have some sort of system. So saying, you know, now I'm going to gather everybody's uh, birthdays and I'm going to plug those birthdays in and I'm going to make a roadmap for how I want to reach out. You know, this year, do I want to send cards? Do I want to remember to post on Facebook? Like all of those different things that I could do and kind of making this roadmap for what are the things that I will find most joyful in my life really is is the goal of this I want to have all of those connections so will I feel more fulfilled and do I think my friends and family will feel more fulfilled from a card for their birthday or a Christmas card if we get around to it like 2020 (laughs) is going to be my year for the Christmas cards um I've already got some in my house literally sitting there they're so cute but the world has not seen them yet (laughs) um but yeah just picking the things and kind of creating a roadmap for myself or a checklist or to-do list, like whatever kind of motivates you to get things accomplished, uh, put them into a plan Mm -hmm. and, and start achieving those goals instead of just wishing for them. Very well said. Thanks. We can thank Barb McClure for that. Like, <laughs> thank you, frankly, Barb. I am literally going to quote her till Kingdom Come. I love come. that. Like, Whoa. <laughs> it's such a good quote. Yeah. And it just like came right out of her. Mm-hmm. She was just like, yeah, a goal is a wish until you plan yeah. it. And I was like, what? How like, have I never thought of that before? <laughs> Barb, if you are listening, I think this is an invitation to be on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I really think she'd be great. Barb, we're coming for you. <laughs> In a nice way. It'll be fun. <laughs> so... Sam, one of the things that um, you mentioned in your intro is that you came from a different industry that wasn't just real estate. And uh, I think one of the big things about any industry is that there's some aspect of customer service. Sure. And um, there's a lot of things that kind of cross over. But one of the biggest goals, I think, for all of our agents all the time, not just when they're setting their resolutions, not when just when they're planning for business, is how can they be better with the customer service? The, mm-hmm. the end goal for their clients, they always want to reach that. Um, so what are some of the things from your life or different industries that have kind of taught you uh, how to make customer experience and customer service a little bit more intentional? Sure. Well, I think starting with the personal level and we kind of, you know, really covered that, but it's really getting down and dirty and personal with your customers. Everybody, I mean, if you look from bigger companies to Disney who are brilliant at marketing and customer service, you want to kind of, I always look to them as the kind of godfather of who to look at just because they are brilliant at it uh, because they make everything seem personal to each individual person. And I think, like you said, with sending cards or remembering anniversaries, birthdays, hobbies, like you're selling a home to somebody who wants to go on hikes. Here are some of the best local hike areas in, you know, where you're moving to or where you're looking to move to, or, oh, hey, you're a dog owner. Here are the best dog parks to go to. Right. So breaking it down like that and also listening to customers, you know, when you're, when they're looking for their homes and what's important to them, because, you know, a lot of real estate agents or in any other type of industry, look at it and say, okay, well, here's my ideal client age, you know, age, gender, income, all that kind of stuff. If you break it down even further and okay, yeah, that's great to know, but here's also their interests and what's important to them. Are they big in a church community? Are they dog owners? Do they have kids? And I know it sounds really generic and that we all should think about it, but sometimes it can be hard for agents to break that down. So I think that's really huge and it's been huge in 
other markets that I've worked in as well. Mm-hmm. And I think one of our big things is relationships over transactions. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at your clients as a relationship and building that relationship, finding friends, finding family, it's more than just a transaction. Mm -hmm. So I think once you change your mindset to think about that, I think it makes your point much easier, Sam. Yeah. And have, have, you want somebody that you're going to trust. Right. So when I say to an agent, here's what I'm looking for and they go above and beyond and look at my Facebook or look at my Instagram and see what I'm interested in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may sound creepy, but it's not, I promise, because you're going that extra level to see what somebody's interested in. And then when you say, oh, I see my dog's name is Olive. So a little plug for my dog. But uh, (laughs) I see. We love dogs. Shout out to my dogs. (laughs) Um, But I see, you know, you have Olive. Here's some great dog parks that I think would be great in the area you're looking Mm -hmm. to move. That's huge. That is so huge for so many people. Yeah, I think those little personal touch points, too, even like we, what we talked about on social media, kind of actually interacting with people mm-hmm. um, and, you know, seeing that you're an actual person, you yeah. know, like creating those relationships. And I feel like that also kind of goes into um, kind of what I see for 2020 for agents with creating like a brand consistency for themselves and everything. And um, not only like a visual consistency in their brand, but kind of finding your voice and sticking to it throughout the year. And yeah. Um, I think that makes, like we talked about with the social media, it makes you a lot more authentic and people can trust you and um, which, you know, creating a brand consistency does not happen overnight. And that is a large goal for 2020 (laughs) that you definitely have to, you know, sit down and break into small measurable steps, whether that's, you know, taking more time once a week to get on social media and interact with people, um, kind of sitting down and thinking like who you really want to be for you know, and it's not just for 2020, it's, you know, changing it as you said, like a lifestyle mm -hmm. change. If it's not realistic to have that done in this year, you have to think about what is realistic. Yeah. Can you sit down and start planning on what you want your brand to sound like? And maybe over the next five years, you'll have that solidified. That might be a better goal for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of crosses over into all different aspects of, your life as a business professional or as a real estate agent um, or even as an employee. I know like our brand consistency as a company is actually one of the reasons that we were able to bring Kate onto this team. We wouldn't have even um, known she existed if we (laughs) weren't a part of this consistent brand and having this community. And that collaboration. Um, Yeah, and that collaboration between uh, different companies that kind of even brought you to our team in the first place. So I think... Uh, having that consistent brand, you know, if it, this wasn't one of your goals, uh, for 2020 or for the next five years or 10 years, uh, maybe think about having that as, you know, what's my consistent brand? Like, Mm -hmm. what am I saying to the world Mm -hmm. about myself? Mm -hmm. How does that relate to the company that I'm at? Um, whether it's as an agent or as a staff person, Mm -hmm. but even uh, in your personal life, yeah. In your personal life, you know, what the voice and well, yeah. And you want to be relatable and be someone's friend because coming from the media and radio industry, I mean, we would get that all the time of you listen to somebody on air and you meet them and it's like, oh my gosh, I know you. You're my best (laughs) friend. I listen to you every morning. And it it would be, you know, when I first started, it was kind of weird, but you think about it and it's, you can relate that to an agent. If you're talking to them all the time, you're spending time with them, you know, you're telling them where you want to build your life, build your home. Mm -hmm. They want to look at you as a friend. And if you're just keeping it on that personal business level, you're not giving your client what they truly want. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you're limiting yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
you guys, I feel like I want to just go out and like tackle some goals. <laughs> I am ready new to year, just make some year, more yes. plans. <laughs> yeah. New year, new me for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think this is a really good conversation and I hope that it's one that people are having kind of in their own personal lives mm-hmm. too, is just talking about those goals with other people, that accountability aspect. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning, Mm -hmm. Um, but that accountability aspect is key because now that I've said uh, to you and to you, the greater audience listening to this, (laughs) that I'm going to send Christmas cards out in 2020. I'm going to be very embarrassed in nine months if I don't have a plan (laughs) to send out my Christmas cards. So friends and family, like expect them. It's happening. It's also (laughs) a new decade, not even just a new year. So think about where you were 10 years ago and where you want to be in 10 years. Decades are huge. I mean, that's been the big kind of overall feeling that I've gotten from 2020 is people looking at their year, but not only that, but looking at maybe the last 10 years you've kind of coasted and not done as well, Mm -hmm. or vice versa. Maybe you've pushed really hard and burnt yourself out, and this year you want to coast and really work on small, tiny goals instead of a big goal. So figure out where you are and how you want to change in 10 years. It kind of does feel like a fresh start. It does. Like I feel like now is the time to be the person who you wanted to be. Like, yeah. if you weren't that person 10 years ago, then now's your chance. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> you guys. It's going to be so great. <laughs> so one of the really cool things that I think, again, we've mentioned it, but um, this company is so open to us personally goal setting as staff. It's so open to having our agents. So if you're feeling stuck, uh, you don't know where your goal should be, uh, get in touch with us or get in mm-hmm. touch with your manager. If you're at a company that you feel like isn't helping you, please get in touch with us mm-hmm. because we have people that are just like chomping at the bit to help people with that type of mm-hmm. goal setting. And well, I think you had us magical dream boards, vision boards, dream boards. I thought that's where you were going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I posted about it on social media, and I had so many people who reached out to me and said, that is the coolest idea. I wish my company did that. Mm -hmm. I wish I took time to do that. Why haven't I done it yet? Mm -hmm. And I think so claps for you, Kristen. That was a great great way to start the new year and really break down and visualize what you want. And Mm -hmm. the personal aspect to it, because I feel like a lot of your business and career life is motivated by your personal life. So like Mm -hmm. not just making it, you know, just your career goals and just Mm -hmm. your personal goals, like intertwining them both together and Work-life balance. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot take all the credit. I can't really take (laughs) any credit. Uh, I just saw all of our, you know, company doing Our training department was heading. Our training department, uh, Bill and Gabby, um, traveled all over Michigan and Indiana to help all of our agents with their business planning and vision boarding for Mm -hmm. 2020. And our um, president and our entire leadership team is so invested in this it's like of course my team is going to do it (laughs) because if everybody is doing it it only makes sense if we're going to orient ourselves that way too so yeah I was honestly I was kind of surprised about how easy it was to open up a magazine and get so much inspiration from it like I never read magazines yeah but I was cutting out pictures I was cutting out pictures of vacations my dream car like I was just going all out so I had like googled vision board ideas as if I would not be able to (laughs) to think of anything in these magazines. You're like, I'm never going to find a good picture. Yeah, no, you open it up and you get Mm -hmm. all sorts of inspiration for what you want to do. And yeah, Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you have like a spare hour in the week, 
collect some magazines. Marketing team has tons. If I have like 500 in my car right now, so just give me a and call. And host it Please in your them. office. Like I have mine right next to me, left-hand side. I can't miss it. So I stare at that every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. So if you do it and throw it in a room, that's not going to help either. You want to do it, post it up where you see it every day, mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. So cool. Well, I feel amazingly motivated to just go out and crush it. Uh, I hope you guys too uh, do too. And yeah, we'll see you next time. We've got some fun podcasts coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're doing one uh, along the decade and review track. Uh, so we're going to read through what life has been like for us, our company, and our real estate agents and our managers mm-hmm. over the last 10 I can't years. Wait for those yeah. stories. We're yeah. going yeah. to have some fun stories. So please do not miss that podcast. Yes. Yeah. It'll be coming at you soon. All right. We'll go out, get those goals, set them, and make your plans, and just really crush it in 2020. Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs>